0: Right now, though, I want to talk about a major deal in the energy industry yesterday. You probably saw this in the news. Enbridge announcing that they were selling just over 11% of their interest in uh, seven Alberta pipelines to a group made up of 23 First Nations and Métis communities. Uh, It's a deal worth more than a billion dollars. The Premier says it is the biggest deal of its kind ever in North America. Uh, Greg Desjardins, the chief of the uh, Frog Lake First Nation, which is one of the communities involved, um, said this represents opportunity for Indigenous people. And he told reporters this will allow them to send their kids to school, allow them to send their people to treatment, saying this is, this is the way forward. So joining us now to talk about their involvement and their thoughts on this, we have Ron Quintel, who is president of the Fort Mackay Métis. Uh, Ron, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for having me. Um, uh, Just tell us about this deal, your involvement. When did it come up and, and, and why did you decide that this was something that was right for your group?
1: Well, you know this—the the project itself was called Project Rocket, and that was with—that uh, was with the intent of getting it done as quickly as we could. Uh, the project was first put in uh, in front of us uh, earlier this year, and in a, in a span of eight months, we were from start to finish we were able to close this deal, which that in itself is is, is historic. So, my community being you know held at equal measure with the First Nations uh, uh, within the, within the structure of the uh, of the deal was huge for us because what it's going to present is not just the fact that you know, it's going to help us service our people but the, the, the fact that you know it's re- really going to allow us to realize true economic reconciliation
0: Right and that's a whole bunch of things I want to get into there. First of all, in terms of the economics surrounding this, it's a big investment over a billion dollars but that's just it it's an investment. so so how do you look down the road what this might bring in terms of a return for you and your people?
1: I think it's not just an investment from you know purely uh, uh, capital and purely uh, you know cash dollars. It's it's really what's going to come back is how we can invest those those revenues that we receive from this opportunity into our future generations. It's going to allow us to invest in our kids. And the, the big thing from our from our perspective is that how we can use these dollars to you know send our kids to university, to create housing opportunities for them, you know to, to eliminate barriers for the next generation to be able to you know lift lift uh, you know that, that, that stereotypical aspect of Indigenous peoples to the next level. And the reality is, is that is exactly what it's going to do. It's going to allow us to, to uh, make, uh, make our next generation the best of us.
0: And now, you mentioned this is an actual concrete example of reconciliation. There's been so much talk around this topic for the last year. Um, is this an example of the direction we need to be going, building these partnerships and actually doing something?
1: I do. I think that this is the future of the energy industry in Canada. I think what this is is a beacon of light to other Indigenous groups around Canada, as well as, you know, Ottawa needs to really take uh, note of this, because what this is going to do is allow true reconciliation. And I, I say uh, economic reconciliation, because that's what it is. The Indigenous peoples, you know, contrary to popular belief, really want to be a part of major projects, really want to be a part of major energy infrastructure. And I think this is a clear example of how that can be achieved. Achieved. And what, what and how that's going to translate back down to not just, you know, your everyday Albertan and Canadian, but to every uh, Indigenous pe- person in this province. So, you know, what what's out there? what What is uh, available? And the fact that Alberta stepped up from a financing perspective to to work with the Indigenous communities is not only unprecedented, it's history-making, and it's realizing true uh, reconciliation for Indigenous people.
0: And, and we're getting some questions on the text line, and, and you mentioned it, the financing. That's what the government role in terms of funding this is, right? It's a loan guarantee They're They're backing your communities on a loan guarantee, but they're not paying for this per se.
1: That's correct. So the Alberta government is, is, is simply uh, uh, essentially co-signing or ensuring that uh, this, this deal will go through. Uh, and the, the fact is, from a repayment perspective, we front-loaded this deal so that we can make sure that we're paying down the investment as quickly as we possibly can. Uh, because I think that's it's a, a major aspect. We're not just Albertans and taxpayers when it comes to, you know, looking at the, the uh, Alberta Indigenous Operations Corporation. But what it's really going to do is allow us to pay that down quicker so that you know the, the the next generation, once those loans are paid down, will maximize uh the the avail- the availability of revenues to be able to invest in in in, in future generations. So I think that's the really interesting part of this uh, this deal. Uh,
0: and the other part that I think is uh, really important, and you mentioned it earlier, and I just want to talk a bit more about it, is the fact that this has sort of the, been the goal for a while. These partnerships are sort of what you've been after for your people for a long, long time. And do you, are, are you comfortable, are you confident that this maybe will serve as, uh, like you say, uh, a, a template, sort of an example of this is what we're looking for and this is what can happen?
1: Absolutely. I think it's a catalyst, if anything. I okay. think, you know, what this is going to allow uh, us to do is to show other Indigenous communities and show governments and, and to show, you know, energy, uh, uh, energy companies that when they come into a to traditional territory there are indigenous communities that want to reciprocate a relationship and uh, you know at the end of the day we just really want to make sure that you know if you're going to be developing in our territory that there's there's that these partnerships like this and you know this is exactly what needs to happen in this country especially you know when we look at trying to make sure our economy is strong trying to make sure we're creating opportunity trying to make sure we're creating prosperity i think that's the real benefit here not just to indigenous communities but to your everyday uh Alberta uh, uh, here in our province is going to be able to really see that you know having the indigenous people on side with major energy projects is going to going to create employment opportunities It's going to create prosperity opportunities so it's a it's a win 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 when you when you think about it uh, you know from from who's going to be benef- benefiting from this because this is not only just the 23 indigenous communities benefiting but because of these energy projects being able to go ahead like this is going to also yes. allow everyday Albertans to benefit.
0: Are there other conversations? happening right now that we could see more deals like this? Like you say, this is something that you've been after for a while. Are those talks progressing, and might we see more partnerships?
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, when we look at this, because of the fact that this is a major asset and there's an investment opportunity here, what that does is it creates, uh, uh, you know, it creates credit if you would, uh, for Indigenous communities to be able to use these assets potentially as collateral at some point. Should they choose to invest in other things, they can use these dollars to look at if they want to invest in, in, in renewable energy, sh- or should they sure. choose. Uh, but, you know, the, on, a, on a go forward, I think that, you know, we, we, we are in, in talks with multiple, uh, not just energy providers, but renewable energy providers uh, to, to look at, you know, again, using this as a catalyst for other projects. So we have many opportunities in the queue, you know, and there's, there's a major pipeline at some point that's going to be coming online for the purposes of, of servicing uh, the energy sector, which is Trans Mountain. So I think this is a perfect blueprint for any government uh, to, to look at. Uh, should the numbers make sense, I think there's a real opportunity here uh, to, to really take this thing to the next level.
0: Ron, I really appreciate you joining us today and giving us a bit of a walkthrough. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You bet. That's Ron Quintal, who is the president of the Fort McKay Métis, one of the groups uh, that are involved in this partnership, or at least this purchase of uh, Enbridge stake in Seven. Um, different pipeline projects in Alberta. It's about 11% of Enbridge's stake. Alberta Indigenous Investments, which is a partnership of 23 Treaty 6 and Treaty 8 First Nations and Métis communities, will manage the investment, which is an 11.57% non-operating interest in the pipelines. They say the deal is expected to bring in more than $10 million a year to the communities in that partnership. Enbridge says the assets are underpinned by long-life resources and long-term contracts, which provide highly predictable cash flows. And as you heard, uh, it's backstopped by the provincial government, the Crown Corporation uh, involved in this area, backstopping, co-signing, if you will, the financing of this deal.